You're listening to Success Up North. This podcast is a way for me to document my journey searching for success as a grower, family man, and business leader. I'll link with other leaders to highlight how they manage to do the boring work consistently and create their own version of success. Success is relative, but to me, it means relationships, families, teams, products, and solutions that get better every day. I'm grateful for you tuning in. Couldn't really sleep last night. Well, I slept pretty good from like 7.30 until 1.30. Just tossed and turned for a few hours to like three. Got up, got to work, did my morning routine, and I'm on the way. Some of the work that I put in yesterday to prepare for the week was focused on getting my personal checklist for each day set up and Monday completely populated. And I changed it up a little bit from what we were doing at the farm in the previous weeks to what we're doing now with instead of doing a weekly grit shit done checklist for the team, we're doing a daily. We have a bunch of checklists for different spots on the farm. Uh, So for instance, we have a greenhouse daily checklist. We have an indoor daily checklist. We have a clone hair propagation checklist. We've got a weekend checklist, excuse me, weekend checklist. And we've got a weekly custodial arts checklist. I haven't done the best job of following up and seeing where we're at progress-wise with those checklists. Uh, So I'm going to start reviewing those with Dave each week in the mornings when we meet, make sure we're on track and we're getting those things done. This checklist that I'm going to give on the daily is those extra items that need to be done. Maybe we need to move this out of this building or we need to add this or we need to zip tie something up on a PVC pipe. You know, just uh, not habitual tasks that we have to do daily, but one-offs, things that need to get done so we can move forward and that need to get done with a sense of urgency. It seems like when we create a weekly checklist, certain items keep getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off and the next week starts and we're like, oh, well, shoot, we didn't get that done. How do we get that done? So it's a week's time in between the time the list is written and the time that we're confirming it was done. And that's too long of a feedback loop, it seems like, to get as much done as we need to get done with the team that we've got. So a daily get shit done, well, I'm calling it grit, G-R-I-T, shit done checklist is what we're going to start working with. It might seem a little bit too much, maybe even potentially a little bit of a micromanagement, but we got to get these things done to be excellent. And we're striving for perfection and we're going to end up excellent. That's all there is to it. So something that we're working on this week, today we're spacing the plants that are in the indoor. They are block tight right now. All the grodans are butt up against each other. Yesterday, when I was in the crop, we definitely had some of the cultivars, namely white runs and apple fritter, a little bit of apples and bananas that are starting to jump and need the spread. So they're going to get spread today and put on drip emitters. And from there, they'll be in their final spot for the rest of the crop. We've probably got another week before we flip to flower just based on the growth of the plants and where they're looking. 
to be right now and, and how they're performing. Was hoping that we could get through veg in 10 days, but it's looking like it's going to be closer to 14. So we're going to do our best with that, hit flower just as soon as we can, and guide these things along. What else we got going on this week? We are making quite a bit of movement on Arthur build out, and uh, a lot of the plumbing is getting finished up this week. Electrical is almost done. The HVAC units are getting covered, and that's going along pretty well. So there's no snow load on top of those, and they stay a little bit warmer than they would if they were exposed to the wind and the elements. Everything seems like it's shaping up. Got to get an HVAC inspection and get those HVACs fired up so we can get some heat in there. Once the heat's on, we're going to put the tables in. Uh, before the tables, we got to clean the shit out of the place because dirty from construction. So we'll do a crazy amount of cleaning and then start with the tables and ask that the folks who are putting in the tables be as clean as possible, wear booties, things like that. I'll probably go into work early like I am now on Friday and get the day started and link up with the team, make sure everyone's got what they need to get the job done, and then drive the kids to school and probably stay home for the rest of the day and maybe take the, the wife shopping. Oh, hiking's better than shopping. We'll go hike. Yeah, that's the move. One of the books I'm reading right now is Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Beck David. It's the second book in our book club, the company book club, or the Willie McKenzie book club, whichever one you want to call it. And I'm pretty intrigued so far. It's uh, got me thinking about, you know, how I operate as an entrepreneur when I'm working in a business and I'm not the owner or leader of that business. I definitely have entrepreneur traits and that's how I operate when I'm not working for someone else. I'm an entrepreneur and I was before this. So it makes sense that I can be an entrepreneur. There are a few things that I have to, you know, think about and consider when I'm acting as an entrepreneur versus an entrepreneur. And that's something I'm learning and practicing daily. It also seems like with the entrepreneur role, it's important to make sure that the company that I'm working for is hitting all of the expectations that an entrepreneur should have of a company that they work for. So that's something that I'm trying to evaluate as well and thinking through right now. The first book, Atomic Habits, whew, super impactful. I've uh, really, really doubled down on using the tactics from that book to make me better and deploying a lot of them. And I'll keep sharing what's working for me and what's not. Those uh, checklists are similar to a habit tracker and uh, it also makes it attractive for me because I like checking stuff off. I like feeling accomplished like that throughout the day. Just got done with a virtual tour or a FaceTime tour of Libby 420. Tom showed us around their tissue culture lab, uh, their indoor mother stock, and their water room described their processes and their business. Man, that's a, it's an awesome outfit, it seems like. I'd love to get the chance to go visit in person and attend their field day, farm day during the season when they're growing all those cultivars out. Uh, seems like there might be some reason for us to do some tissue culture and get some of these uh, exotic genetics we got into tissue culture and retained 
for the future, just in case we uh, work them pretty hard in the greenhouse and, you know, the, the outdoor. Uh, we also did a lot of moving of biomass uh, from the back of building D around inside of building D. Uh, it was quite the endeavor and it's still going on. I had to leave to go pick up Dahlia and Liz, but I probably need to get back out there after I have a meeting with Willie just to make sure that everything's taken care of. So I think that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon, this evening, after I link up and do our leadership strategy meeting with Willie. What else happened today? You know, something that I was listening to this morning from Patrick Bed David's book, Your Next Five Moves, was talking about processing and, and kind of reasoning how, how to uh, make strides in um, processing difficult situations or challenges or problems. Because, I mean, really life is just full of problems. That's what it is. It's how do you optimize for problem solving? Like how do you become the best problem solver possible? That's definitely what being a grower is. Because if growing were easy, everyone would do it. The plants would just grow themselves, right? But we have to be stewards and give them the right environment and nurture them and give them what they need to succeed. Uh, so something Patrick that David was describing is how uh, often we can say it didn't work versus I couldn't make it work. Taking ownership or uh, I don't want to say blame because it's not accountability. That's the word accountability, taking accountability as a leader, especially for any mistakes that happen. You know, so if someone on the team that's working for me fucks something up, then it's on me because I didn't give that person what they needed to succeed. Maybe I didn't give them the how, maybe I didn't give them the what, maybe I didn't give them the why. If I didn't give them those things, how can I expect them to be successful? And so it comes back to me. I, I didn't do what I needed to do for them to be able to do what they need to do. And being able to process situations like that and go into, okay, how do I solve for X? Because I didn't do this. I don't want this to happen again. I need to do everything in my power and in my control to change the situation for the future so that whoever's taking my leadership and going out and acting on it can do the best job possible and feel good doing it. Because it seems like when I'm feeling best about my work is when I feel confident. And you know, there's a lot of times where there's a lot of uncertainty. Like right now, there's just a lot of uncertainty in cannabis and Michigan in general when it comes to, to cannabis. So being able to process and use those tools is something I'm going to lean into and figure out how that works best for me. It's definitely tough, you know, moving the biomass around and uh, re-inventorying it was frustrating for me. I definitely um, had to work hard at maintaining a positive attitude uh, throughout the hard work. Like, you know, there's a lot of heavy lifting, 20 pound totes over and over and over and weighing them and over and over. And we've already done this as a team once. Uh, we had a group of folks inventory, but there was a lot of challenges with that inventory. We moved it a couple of different times because of limitations on space. So a lot of different challenges added up to us needing to re-inventory all of this product and then reorganize it within an area. And once it's reorganized, be able to reconcile it in metric and uh, transfer it all over to the processor and move on with our lives. Start 
thinking about the biomass that we're going to grow next year. Having the best perspective I can is something I'm working on and challenging. Inventory of that many pounds of biomass is not easy and it takes a team and it takes a coordinated effort and we've done it a few times. So I don't want to do it again. Uh, Things that we're going to improve on for next year because of what we learned and the pain we went through is using the Wayfast scale right off the rip. So we got that working now. The fact that that's working gives us an edge in that it's RFID reading the tags and taking the weight and putting it into uh, the system. And that is going to allow us, oh man, just made me think I've got this Wayfast uh, thumb drive in my pocket. I can't lose this. I'm putting it inside my bag. You heard it first, folks, inside my bag. Way fast thumb drive is inside my bag. Uh, so on that thumb drive, you know, it's got the weights and the metric tag data, and that can be pushed to Google Sheets via Google Drive saving. And once it's in Google Sheets, uh, it can be manipulated so that it can go into metric uh, pretty damn easily. That saves us an epic amount of time in a few different ways. Uh, something we're also probably going to do is stick to totes. Uh, totes might be a little bit more expensive, um, or we're going to have some sort of plastic container uh, that can be uh, stacked and can be uh, either disassembled or folded down so it can be stored easily. It seems like some of the, some of the containers you see for hemp biomass or even uh, fruit, uh, apple, plastic apple crates, plastic, maybe cherry crates. Are they cherry crates? I don't know if they stack cherries like that. Um Plastic agricultural commodity crates seem like they would be a really good option, uh, especially if we have the dry building that we're hoping to to have constructed by then in that being able to drive in with some sort of implement and forks and and lift it up and, and um, stack them high, uh, that would be an advantage over pallet racking, in my opinion. Uh, the pallet racking is important for the drying of the flower, but outside of that, you know, um, it's not always needed the whole time for storage. I am going to have some really good conversation with Willie about my next five moves and see what he has to say, see what his next five moves are, see what the business's next five moves are. I don't know if I'm fully uh, sure or confident that my next five moves are the ones that I need to be acting on. So I'm going to get some feedback from different folks that are important in my life and continue to read this, uh, this book and try to act on some of these things. So I printed out the personal identity audit that Patrick Bet David uh, suggests that you put yourself through to make sure you know who you are, what it is that you want. Uh, I printed it out, it's like 14 pages. I haven't started on it yet, but I'm gonna tackle that uh, tomorrow in the morning. Uh, And I'm gonna admit, this is hard for me to admit because I struggle with work-life balance. I'm just gonna say it. I was planning to take time off tomorrow but I'm not going to, and I'm going to try to find some time next week to take off. Now that the indoor is planted, the greenhouse mothers are in a good spot. Uh, we took a cloning round, uh, back of building D is organized. Uh, I kind of take a deep breath and start focusing on the, uh, planning stages for the outdoor crop and making sure that Arthur Building B is where it needs to be to get licensed and uh, start crank. Till next time. You are listening to Success Up North. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. The true litmus test of this podcast's impact is what listeners say about it. If you found value in this content, please share it with others. If you'd like access to video and written content like this, let's connect on LinkedIn. Until next time, just grow with it.